Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Sanity Sessions and today I'm going to be talking about panic attacks and giving kind of one way of looking at panic attacks because panic attacks can be totally debilitating, they can be totally frightening and they can just basically just leave us just feeling um, even just hopeless, and it it is just really, really hard to deal with panic attacks. Um, so this is just one way of maybe examining the thinking that starts around panic attacks that may be egging the panic attacks on. But as always, take what you want and leave the rest. This is just one way to go about it, obviously, in a diff, in a in addition to maybe other possible ways of calming techniques and meditation and um, exercise and even medicine, if that if that's necessary, but this is just basically one way to think about panic attacks and how it stems a lot of times from a must, a rigid have to, and. Um, the idea is to give the anxiety behind the panic attack more room to breathe. Um, there can often be a sense of, I must know precisely why I'm feeling like this. I must be certain it's not serious. I must never lose control or act crazily. I must have a rock-solid guarantee that I don't panic. And sometimes, you know, not wanting to panic becomes the second layer, which actually creates the panic. You feel the initial panic, and then you don't want to panic, and you resist the panic, which makes you even more panicky, and then you resist the resistance against the panic, not wanting that to happen, and then pretty soon it's just spiraled out of control. So the idea here is kind of paradoxical actually give yourself permission to panic if you need to or at least accept that you may panic and it won't kill you and give the panic inside of you um, some room to breathe and realizing that the anxiety doesn't have to destroy your life um, there, you know, in changing the, the wanting not to panic from a must into a preference, as I talk about so often with some of these techniques that come from rational emotive behavior therapy, changing musts and have tos and shoulds into simple preferences. So there is no absolute that I must not feel uncomfortable or anxious. It's one way to begin to think about it. You know, I prefer not to, but even if I don't, it will not kill me. And, it, and most of the time, these feelings do pass. And the more you face the panic attack or the prospect of a panic attack and don't insist on not having it, actually, the less likely it is to happen. So... It seems kind of hard and a hard thing to get around to because obviously no one likes panic attacks and they're awful, but it's usually the insistence that I don't have one and that everything be fine and that everything be okay and insisting that, that adds a second layer or a third layer on top of it to where it just creates so much tension that 
you actually do panic. So allow, allow the anxiety some room to breathe. Allow that you may have them, but it will pass. And if you can make this leap, which is hard, I don't deny it. It's kind of hard to make this leap because in the midst of it, all you want it all you want is for it not to happen. But if you can make the leap to where you can give yourself permission for it to happen, then you don't have to avoid situations that could trigger it. You don't have to start avoiding anything because that's what can happen. You can panic so much that you just start avoiding life and avoiding activities that could make you panic but if you accept you may panic but it will pass then you're actually less likely to panic and you're less likely to slip into avoidance behavior where you're avoiding um, doing certain things all right so i hope this helps and if it didn't then don't worry about it take what you want and leave the rest as they say and i'll see you on the next episode